Episode 59 Five English words that cannot be translated into other languages. Hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to our simple English podcast. My name is Ruben and this is the podcast which helps you to learn the English language uh, by listening to authentic English content but in a slightly slower and more simple way. I say welcome back. Um, I should also say happy new year because (laughs) this is actually the first episode that I have made this year which is terrible because we are now in February. Uh, I did not make any episodes in January. Uh, I'm really sorry uh, about that, Uh, but I have been very, very busy um, here at university um, and with lots of other things going on in my life. Um, But I never forgot about the podcast. I always had it uh, in the back of my mind I'll use this expression in the back of my mind to say that it's not uh, my priority uh, at the moment, but I still um, I still care about this podcast and I still uh, want to make episodes that are uh, entertaining and also useful for you, that are helpful uh, to help you in your uh, journey to become fluent in English. In this episode, um, I will talk about quite an interesting topic, and we'll be talking about words, words that exist in English that are very difficult to translate into other languages. Let's go. So, as all of you know, the English language is very rich. There are lots and lots of words. We really have a huge vocabulary because, of course, we have borrowed lots of words. We have lots of words that are original Anglo-Saxon words, Germanic words. But then we also borrowed lots of words. Uh, We stole lots of words. We took these words from uh, Norman French, so lots of French words, also lots of Latin words, uh, lots of uh, Danish words, actually, uh, from Viking invasions. Um, And then more recently, uh, other words that have come from Japanese, that have come from Italian, that have come from many, many languages, actually. Uh, English is an amazing language because it is so flexible and uh, it likes to absorb words from other languages. But in this episode, I'll be talking about the richness of the language uh, and some words that are very difficult to translate into other languages. Um, Now, the problem with this is it depends on the other language. Maybe 
Uh, I say these words only exist in English, but they might exist in some other languages as well. But they certainly don't exist in all languages. These are words which are not necessarily unique only to English, but words that lots of other languages, uh, especially European languages, don't have. Uh, that's a little disclaimer. Um, but I would be interested to know, does your language have any of these words, your, your native language? Um, and also, does your native language have any words that English doesn't have? Because in the future, I would definitely like to do an episode where I talk about words that we don't have in English, because um, there are lots as well. But in this episode, <laughs> we will be positive about the English language. I'll share some, uh, yeah, some fun fun facts about the language and some words that you might be interested in. The first word I would like to talk about is the word awkward. Awkward. Do you know this word? Um, it is a good word to use when talking about English, especially British English, because it describes very well um, a very English thing, a very English phenomenon, which is awkwardness, uh, to be awkward. What, what is it? Do you, do you know this word, awkward? It is really a mix of embarrassment. So if you are awkward, maybe you are embarrassed, um, but also discomfort and the idea of something that doesn't quite fit it isn't quite comfortable it's awkward it's not quite right not quite correct um maybe when someone says something that they shouldn't have said uh, watch the grammar there that they shouldn't have said it would have been better if they hadn't said it um that's complicated when someone says something they shouldn't have said, sometimes it can make an awkward situation. Uh, but you can also use this word, for example, um, in more physical situations. For example, uh, I am sitting awkwardly on my chair. It might, means I, it might mean I'm not sitting comfortably. I'm sitting slightly embarrassedly, in a slightly embarrassed way also. Um, or that I'm kind of at an angle and a bit stuck. I'm sitting awkwardly. It is an awkward situation. It is actually very awkward to try give a definition of the word awkward because it is quite a difficult word to define. It can be um, used in quite a few situations and so it's a bit awkward to try and describe it in, in just one. Uh, but it definitely has the idea of embarrassment, um, discomfort. Uh, I think of uh, other languages, and there isn't a direct translation. I'm thinking of the Italian language, and you can say the word scomodo, but that just means uncomfortable, and it doesn't necessarily have the same mm, embarrassing about it that the word awkward has. 
I am <laughs> quite an awkward person sometimes. No, uh, I used to be actually. Not so much these days, because I realise that uh, other people don't actually care. But I used to care too much when I was younger uh, what other people thought of me, and in this way I was very socially awkward. Socially awkward is something you can say, and it means that you uh, you maybe aren't so good at talking. You worry about which words you're going to use and what you're going to say and what other people think, and maybe you hold your body in a strange way. You have an awkward posture. Now, this is called being socially awkward. Awkward in a social situation, a situation with with other people. So there you go. That is the word awkward. Okay. The next word that I'm going to talk about is the word bully. Um, now this is, <laughs> again, not a very nice word. Um, but this is a word that you use to describe somebody who is very unkind, and somebody who bullies other people. A bully is both a noun, uh, and you also have to bully, uh, the, the verb. Um, and to bully someone is kind of when you are mean to someone. Maybe you make fun of them, you hurt them in some way. Um, but on a repeated basis, this isn't something that just happens once. But it's something that happens again and again. Uh, you're bullying someone. Um, you can't say they are bullying me uh, if uh, somebody says something mean to you once. But if they say it every day for a week, then maybe they are bullying you. Um, it also has the idea of someone that takes advantage of other people. Um, yeah, to be a bully is a really horrible word. This word makes me think of... Uh, School <laughs> makes me think of the school playground. The playground is where the children uh, play at school during lunch break, for example. Um, and mm, there were sometimes, unfortunately, bullies in the school. Some people used to bully the other children. Um, and everyone would hate the bullies. Um, and sometimes people would call other people a bully as well. They would say, you're bullying me, when actually they weren't. It, yeah, it quickly becomes complicated. But this word bully, uh, I can't think of how to translate it into many other languages because it has a kind of childish connotation. It makes you think of uh, being childish and being a child. Um, yeah, kind of immaturity. A bully is not a very mature person, but it's also this idea of being mean to someone again and again and uh, taking advantage of someone. Uh, guys, don't be a bully. Okay, the next word that I would like to talk about is the word spam. And I have just realised that all of these words are kind of negative. But nonetheless, spam is uh, an interesting 
word. Do you know what it means? Spam? Well, spam uh, refers to, you might hear, for example, spam email. Uh, spam email or spam messages. Um, and a spam email is an email that you receive. This email appears in your inbox, in your emails, but it is um, an email that you don't want. It is an unwanted email, and it's an email that isn't really for you. It's not really appropriate for you. You don't want it. You don't know why you're receiving it, but somebody has sent it to you. It is normally uh, big companies or uh, also very small companies that uh, have a list of people and they just find lots of emails and send their their emails their usually they are advertising something uh, their spam emails they send it to everyone and this word spam I uh, think is a great uh, great word but I know it is very difficult to translate into other languages spam email meaning an unwanted email a rubbish email um, for example I often receive spam emails um, telling me that there are uh, Russian women in my city uh, who are apparently looking for a boyfriend I'm not sure if that's true but I do know that uh, that email is probably not meant for me um, I didn't want that email I promise I didn't ask for that email uh, it is a spam email uh, interestingly the word spam actually comes from uh, a brand name it's the name of a company uh, the name of a brand um, because uh, a company um, who make tinned meat, uh, meat that goes in a, kind of a tin, a little little box, a metal, metal box, we call a tin. Um, it, they started to call their, their tinned ham spam, which is a combination of spiced ham. Um, spiced, meaning it's got spices in it, it tastes good, I don't know, it's uh, flavoured. And ham is, uh, of course, a type of meat. It is pork, um, sort of cheap pork that we call ham. Spam um, was cheap cheap meat, really, that you get in a tin. Short for spiced ham, spam. Um, and it later became... Uh, a, a term to describe unwanted emails. Uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, the next word I would like to... Excuse me, sorry about that. The next word uh, we would like to talk about is the word cheesy. Okay, cheesy. Do you know this word? <laughs> I like this word a lot. It's a very, very useful word. Um, and I always really struggle to translate it into other languages. Uh, I know in Greek there is a nice word that is similar, which is glikanalato, um, which means literally 
sweet without any salt. Um, and it's a similar idea. This uh, this word cheesy, uh, it comes from of course cheese, which you know everyone likes cheese to eat cheese, cheese made from from milk. Um, but if something is cheesy, it means that it is hmm, exaggerated, maybe, that it is over the top. Uh, these are good expressions, synonyms, uh, that something is trying too hard, and it kind of looks false and cheap and just a bit embarrassing. Uh, for example, you could say the film was very cheesy, and this means the film, maybe it was too emotional, uh, maybe the film was very obvious and you knew what was going to happen in the film and the music was just very cheesy and very loud and all the happy scenes were too happy and all the sad scenes were too sad it was exaggerated, it was cheesy uh, do you understand? this is uh, cheesy um, this word, you often hear a cheesy grin uh, which is a nice expression. If you want to sound very, very um, high level in English, I recommend you learn this, a cheesy grin. A grin, G-R-I-N, grin, is a smile. Um, it's just another word for a smile. Uh, when you smile at someone, you are grinning at someone. Uh, to grin and a grin is a nice word, just a smile, a happy expression. Um, but a cheesy grin, people will often say, and it means you are smiling too much. Uh, maybe, I don't know, if someone uh, takes your photograph, they take a photo of you. Um, I recommend you do not do a cheesy grin. Um, well, maybe you should do a cheesy grin. Lots of people do a cheesy grin. Um, and this is a good, uh, a good thing to do in a photo, I guess. Um... The final word that I would like to speak about in this episode is the word cool. Um, very, very useful word. I know lots of people use it in other languages. There are some languages where there is a very similar word um, or kind of a translation. Uh, but nonetheless, cool, I think, is an iconic English word and a word that uh, kind of is unique to English um, and it of course is used as a sign of approval uh, you can just use it the word on its own cool as an expression uh, for example if someone says um, I'm going to a party tomorrow um, wanna come wanna come is do you want to come in a more informal context I'm going to a party tomorrow wanna come yeah, cool. Or even just cool. I'll, I'll come with you. Or if someone, your friend replies, uh, no, sorry, I have uh, too much homework to do or too much work. I, I can't come to the party. They'll say, uh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool means, yeah, don't worry. No problem. It's cool. Uh, lots and lots of uses for this word. Uh, you can also say someone is cool. Uh, if you're a cool person, this means you are uh, maybe very stylish, you have good style, you're cool, uh, maybe nice clothes, maybe you're good looking, uh, maybe you're 
very funny, maybe you're nice, maybe you're just pleasant to be around. It depends. Lots of people have a different definition of cool. I suppose it depends what is cool to each person. Uh, I think having a podcast is really cool. No, I don't know. Um, but it's uh, an interesting word. Um, the origin of the word uh, actually comes from the 12th century, uh, so Middle English, long, long time ago, 12th century, the year 1100, roughly. And uh, the word cool was used to mean cold, to mean the opposite of hot, uh, because the word also today means this as well. Uh, you can say a nice cool drink of water, a nice cool glass of water means uh, a glass of water. Um, it's less strong than cold. You have warm, then you have lukewarm, which is where something is kind of warm but kind of cold. Then you have cool, and then you have cold. Um, cold being the most cold, hot being the most warm. Uh, you have cool, kind of in the middle, but cool is definitely nearer to cold, uh, whereas lukewarm is definitely nearer to warm. Um, if you want, by the way, to learn all these words and remember them, I know I am using lots and lots of words and teaching you lots of words in this episode, um, a good way to do this is to listen to the episode more than once. Uh, when you uh, listen to the episode more than once, it gives your brain a chance to hear the words again and to have repetition. A repetition is very important to uh, remember words when you're learning a language. Um, and in this way, you will kind of uh, remember the words and be able to use them in a natural way because uh, you will have heard them repeated. Um, this word, cool. I think you know this word already, um, but it meant uh, just cold, it just meant the opposite of hot in the 12th uh, century. But this gradually uh, started to mean, uh, be used in a metaphorical way. Uh, people's mm, mood was cool. Uh, they were not angry, they didn't have a hot temper, that we can say. If someone is angry all the time, they have a hot temper. Whereas if they have a cool temper, then they are more relaxed and more chill. And in this way, uh, cool became a word that meant uh, admirable and fashionable and good. It's, it's cool. So there, there you have it. Those were five English words that I think are very difficult to translate into other languages. Tell me, do you agree? Do you think, um, well, in your language, is there a translation for these words? Are there any other words that I have missed out? Uh, tell me if you think uh, there are some English words that you find very difficult to translate into your own language or other languages. Uh, I would be very interested to hear what you what you say. Um, remember, you can send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. Um, if you look in the show notes of the podcast episode, um, you will be able to find 
uh, my details to to contact me. I hope you have enjoyed the episode and learned something new. Um, I'm sorry that it took so long for me to make this episode, uh, but I will hopefully make some more episodes more frequently now. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.